Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I am your host, Ed McKnight. I'm Andrew Beckham. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about Hamilton and having a bit of a chat about some of the reasons why we think it's a great place to invest. So, uh, as you know, I often do little economic analyses of different regions, different cities that we see uh, as particularly growing really strong and when and where they might be useful within your portfolio. So, Andrew, I know you do quite a bit in terms in Hamilton and you know what's kind of out there on the market at the moment. What are you seeing? So, uh, I'm saying actually it's really, really hard to get good price stock at the moment. So, the developers that I talk to or the developers that we work with, um, some of them, uh, basically closing up shop and just going to Auckland um, because they're paying so much for land at the moment that it's hard to find it, uh, find property at a reasonable enough value that you're able to make it work. So I guess my message there is if you can get a package that is reasonable, then jump on it now because I think we'll see a bit of a spike in prices still over the next two years. This is probably one of the places after Christchurch that I'd say watch um, because there's going to be some good growth still. And a lot of that does come off the back of Auckland, but Auckland's always going to go strong. Um, a lot of the properties that we're dealing with there are much higher density than they used to be. So getting a house and land package to work there is pretty uncommon now. You might be paying seven fifty, maybe as much as eight hundred thousand for a decent house and land package. Whereas you can get something like a two bedroom unit for still the early fives a lot of the time, um, sort of early to mid fives. Uh, and whilst that seems expensive for Hamilton, um, there's been significant growth, and we predict that it's going to keep growing. Um, a lot of things that we're seeing is fewer car parks or fewer garages with a lot of the units that we're selling. So it's moving to much more of a um, major city like Christchurch, Wellington or Auckland. You're getting units where you might get a car park or it might just be street parking. Um, but that hasn't deterred a lot of people when we're renting them. So um, we've had a few properties uh, complete right in central Hamilton just the other day. We've been inundated with inquiries over those, uh, despite them not having a car park on site at all. Um, one thing to remember, though, is you do typically get a lower yield. So the rent is is fairly low compared to some of the other cities um, when you look at the purchase price. So what that means is you're probably going to put a little bit more top up per week. Um, so actually, funnily enough, I looked at a property the other day in Hamilton. It was a more con a higher contribution than a property in Auckland that we looked at, which is amazing to see that there's that bigger gap in terms of yield. And let's talk about some of the reasons why the why these trends are happening. So just just to give the average growth rate of a Hamilton suburb's median house price. So if you've listened to some of the previous episodes, I've found this amazing data set that shows the difference in property prices between January 2000 and August 2018 for every suburb in the country. And the average Hamilton suburb grew at 6.14% per year over the last 18 years. That's in the median house price. Now that is enormous. Even the worst performing Hamilton suburb, which was Fitiora, increased at 5.28% uh, per year. So that's even above the 5% a year that we typically make our, our forecasts on. Now what are some of the reasons why that's happening? What, that, why is it achieving such high capital growth? Uh, one of the reasons is that Waikato's story really has transformed from a story of agriculture to one about 
infrastructure. So uh, let's look at the Waikato Expressway that's currently being built. So there are 11 different sections of that that expressway. Uh, Seven of them have been completed and there are still four left that are to be opened. Now why is that important? Because Hamilton has really benefited from the halo effect of Auckland. People perhaps working in Auckland but living down in Hamilton. You know, I've done it myself before all of this infrastructure had been created and it's actually uh, very doable for people if you can't get into the Auckland market. Now, when we see those last four sections of the Waikato Expressway open up, I think we're going to continue to see significant capital growth in Hamilton. Uh, The other thing that I'll mention as well is that Waikato's iwi, which is Waikato Tainui, has the second highest level of assets under management of, of any iwi. The, the highest is, is in central Auckland, as you can probably guess. So Waikato Tainui has almost $1.45 billion worth of assets under management, 52% of which are invested in property. And that kind of active management style they have is bringing long-term infrastructure to the region. So we're talking about the big Terapa shopping centre, um, multiple hotels, and the big one which I'm about to talk about is the Ruakura Inland port. So these are these guys are, have a lot of assets. They don't pay tax uh, because because they're an iwi organisation and they are investing in property in Hamilton, making it a much better and more attractive place to live. But the big one, the really big one, is the new Ruakura Inland Port because this is expected to contribute an additional five billion dollars worth of value to the economy uh, in the next couple of years. So this inland port, I've got to tell you, it's it's massive. It's 480 hectares of development. And what they're trying to do there is that they, the Waikato Tainui are going out to businesses and they're saying, hey, relocate to Hamilton. Because then they have uh, train tracks that go both to Tauranga Port, which is the biggest port in New Zealand, and then up to ports of Auckland. So that means that there's a real strategic advantage of businesses, exporters and importers, locating themselves in Hamilton because then they can access both ports. And then if you're located in Hamilton, they, they estimate that you have access to 2 million New Zealanders, you know, within the vicinity because then you can get out to Taranaki, you can get out to Manawatu, you can get out to the lower North Island and Wellington because you're based in the heart of the island. And remember, about three quarters of New Zealand's population lives in the North Island. So there's so much development that's happening in Hamilton. Uh, There's a lot of infrastructure that's coming and that's also why we expect that over the next 20 years, Waikato's population is going to increase by 17.4%, which is the third highest percentage growth of any region in the country uh, and there are 17 different regions. So when you take all of this, this immense growth that Hamilton has had in the past, the immense growth that we would probably expect it to receive because of this infrastructure investment, the investment that we know is going to continue to happen and you combine that with the affordability that Hamilton has because it is still relatively affordable compared to Auckland or, or Tauranga. You know, the median house price in, in Waikato is, is about 100k or 80k less than in the Bay of Plenty. You know, it is a great place to invest. It's, it's, it's a place that I'm very excited about. And Ed, what do you think about this port? Do you think it's going to take uh, some of the shine off Tauranga going forward? What's your thoughts? I think we are going to see businesses move yes. to Hamilton. They are a competitor, you know, the, this yes. inland port. And because if we do see that that level of 
of businesses moving to to Hamilton, then we'll see more jobs occur there. And something that I always say is, um, you know, whilst I think Tauranga can be a good investment, um, something to be aware of is just what drives that. And so your two major industries are fruit and the port. And if the port suffers because of this, um, does that mean that Tauranga is going to come back? And I predict it will. And I, um, what what this is really going to going to do the, this inland port is make Auckland and Tauranga more competitive with each other, the two ports. And I think that that that's really is what it is because what we might see, we you might see more freight coming away from Auckland and moving towards Tauranga, for instance, uh, or you might see the opposite happen. What we do know is that there's going to be significant more freight coming through Hamilton. And just one thing that I would add to the Hamilton, when I say the yields are poor there, um, having said that, student accommodation can be very lucrative. And don't get me wrong, I'm not talking Dunedin student accommodation, I'm talking something a bit uh, more high end. So you've got a lot of professional students, you've got think people like doctors and nurses that are training there, um, and people that are doing their PhD at the university, and where we've seen some great success are people who are renting out room by room rentals, and that's a different kind of... Um, uh, investment in its own but we can help manage that and so people are seeing massive massive returns particularly if you're buying these with cash it's supplementing an income so I've got three clients uh, that I'm working with right now who are exactly that category they're buying these properties with cash so that they get a really really good return um, to supplement their retirement income now. And one of the things that I was quite excited that you said is if we really are seeing more developers move away from Hamilton and moving back back to Auckland, uh, that's great because that you know for, for Hamilton now because that means limited stock in the future, which means higher house prices. So if you get get a good property now in Hamilton, buy it. Fantastic. Now, just before we wrap up, don't forget that we do have, if you want to learn more about property, that's whether you're buying your first home or buying an investment property, we do have video courses available. So we've got our free Property Academy video course, which is about investment property. You can go to opaspartners.co.nz, opespartners.co.nz to sign up for that. And today we have just launched our first home property academy. Uh, so you can go out and sign up for that at opasfirsthome.co.nz. We do have a special launch price of $9 down from $99. But of course, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. It really does help get the message out to more and more people. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with more daily insights, strategies, and tactics to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market.